We're back to Beyond the 9 to 5, where we empower young professionals and postgraduates to navigate the complexities of adulthood with confidence, balance, and authenticity. Our podcast is dedicated to providing relatable and insightful content that enriches your professional journey, enhances your personal growth, and promotes holistic well-being. We're back. We took a hiatus. Happy 2024. We um, are so happy to be back. I feel like 2024 is going to be a good one. Oh, no. I think so too. I think so too. I just have a feeling, you know, some good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Evil warlock laugh. We're going to be in our villain arc in 2024, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Not the villain arc. I really thought I was in like my redemption era. <laughs> I saw this thing on Instagram. I posted it on my private because I used my private to like post memes on it. And it says, this woman became a DJ because she can only have a good time if she's controlling the music. Oh, and I was like, that is my villain arc because, surprise everyone, I'm learning how to DJ. So I'm like, I'm bad, but like I'm getting better, but it's really fun. And that just is my villain arc for 2024. Oh I just God. want to play my music when I'm out, you know? Are you like a DJ Mandy dupe? No, I wouldn't say I'm DJ Mandy. No, 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 no. I'm not as funny as her. Our friend has a DJ deck and he taught me how to use it. So I was like, you know what? I need new hobbies. It's 2024. I have to do something other than just like being lazy. So I'm like, let's get a hobby. Something different, something fun, something fresh. So here we are. DJ. Oh, I love that. I've been trying to like pick up hobbies of like, I don't know, reading. <laughs> um, so I don't really have like a set number of books I read to read. I'd like to read like a book this year. That would be so yeah. good for me. So uh, my friend got me a book for Christmas called uh, Five Years Later. And I'm really excited to read it because it's basically about how this woman's like in relationship and she doesn't know if it's the right one for her and so she just like basically goes into like a coma essentially but that whole time she's like in an alternate universe where she's in a different relationship one that's like a really good one for her and it's five years of time so she has a family like she has everything so she's got like to see what her life is like so I'm gonna start with that one wait that sounds so interesting right I'm so excited I need a good read no yeah that sounds like a really really fun one let's see what am I reading right now I'm reading I mean if whoever's listening to this if you're on like book talk and like are into all of that like book stuff I'm reading Iron Flame which is this really really popular oh no Fourth Wing is the first book and then Iron Flame is the second it's like this really really popular they call it romanticy it's romance fantasy really popular series right now and I'm reading that I'm really enjoying it this is to like a very niche audience but if you hear me, you hear me, okay? It's really good. I'm on a whole other side of TikTok. Like, I'm on the, like... I'm still on the comedic side of TikTok, so, like, everything I see is very funny. But, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know if you've seen the trend where it's, like, harsh memes, but cute. Where it's, like, oh, we're on a completely different side of TikTok. Yeah, but, I think we are. <laughs> but single girlies, you get it. Because there's this trend going around where it's, like, harsh things to wake girls up from, like, being in, like, a relationship or involved with someone that's just, like, negative vibes. So it's, like, all the harsh things that no one tells you mm-hmm. that, like, will put you in a reality check. But they do it in, like, the girly aesthetic way, right? So it's, like, cute little Canva templates. And it's, like, you know, aesthetic colors. Oh, my gosh. I've been so hooked <laughs> on them. Like, it doesn't apply to me, but, like they're so intriguing please send them to me that sounds so interesting and I feel like I feel like I need to be on that side of TikTok because it just sounds right up my alley so (laughs) anyone and once I like it it'll show up on my uh, for you page a bunch so love it 
so why don't we move into ins and outs of 2024? Oh yeah. Because um, I can speak for both of us and say we're not really big like New Year's resolution people. Like, I mean, we have our own like personal resolutions or whatever, but we're not really big on like the whole like make a whole year commitment, say you're gonna do it, fail it halfway. When in reality, like, there's so many different things we could be working on and so many things to learn from last year. So we just have like a couple of lists of what's in and what's out for this year for us. So mm-hmm. I'll just start. Um, my first in self-care. I got that mm-hmm. from last year. I've been really practicing it, but I feel like to really maintain this good vibe and good energy I've been having, can't let it go. It's the one mm-hmm. thing that's giving me sanity at this point. So <laughs> that's definitely my in. Um, good grade. Your girl made deeds list this year. This past Let's year. go. So I am so ready to finish off this year on deeds list again. I mean, this is maybe it is my villain era because when I tell you the first school I went to. I felt so stupid. I felt like college wasn't for me. I just could not grasp anything. And then to like come to my new school and like do something I never thought I was gonna do. I'm like, oh, this is my year. So those are my two ins for this year. Mm-hmm. My overconsumption. I am I'm so bad. Like I'm all about sustainability, but I just love restocking things and like when things get halfway I have to restock it really bothers my brain so Mm -hmm. gonna lower that gonna try to reduce that just not obsessively be buying things all the time because that is Mm -hmm. and then eating out that's out we're done this year we're gonna be cooking we're gonna be excited to cook I got an air fryer you guys (gasps) oh Let me tell you, air fryers are a game changer because they just make cooking so much easier and so much cleaner. Like, I make so many things in there. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) No, because, like, the girls that get it, get it. Like, I Mm -hmm. hate cooking because it's messy. It takes so much time. Everything's in a different place. I can't handle it. So getting an air fryer is really just, like, I'm leveling up. This is my year. Yes, the air fryer. The year of the air fryer. <laughs> Guys, I'll come back with the review. I haven't even used it yet. I'll give you a full review. I'm so excited. Yes, please give me a review. Please drop any recipes because I am always down for new air fryer recipes. So I have a few. I think, okay, here are my ins. For my career, I put taking time off in parentheses within reason because You know, I don't know the exact number, but there's a statistic that says that like this amount of Americans don't take all their PTO or like don't take PTO or something like that. And it's like a large, large, large number of people. So I think my in is just like taking time off. You know, you don't have to have a specific trip or a specific reason. You have the days, use it within reason, obviously. And then my next one is finding more hobbies, like just hobbies in general, you know, arts and crafts, like painting um reading books djing like anything baking hobbies are in okay like we don't need going out and like spending money we could be just doing little cute hobbies at home for like little to no money day scrolling that's also out so (laughs) yes yes we need to put our phones down for a sec and we need to like do something that does not involve a screen which is like really hard to do i know but it must be done for our our hobbies are in that's why hobbies are in I put lots of sleep because I just, I'm a sleepy girly, okay? I don't get enough sleep and it makes me mad. <laughs> it makes me so mad. So I'm saying sleep is in. <laughs> oh my God, sleep is like in for me every single year. Like you you have me so messed up if you think I will have plans over a nap. I know. No, right? a nap comes first always. 
always that's that's my goal next one is mocktail because i just think that you know drinking is fun sometimes but it really takes a toll on my body in a way that i cannot explain it just makes me feel disgusting like each person is different but for me it just makes me feel horrible mocktails are going to be in for me i don't want to drink too too much you know i'll have one like every once in a while but i definitely think that mocktails are just you know you still get that fun different taste of something i literally told my mom that today yes they're so fun too there's some really cool mocktails that i've seen at restaurants and then out i put um i put unhealthy and or one-sided friendships because real i know right because i feel like there's a lot of those in my life um and i feel like i need to stop taking my precious time that i could be say investing in hobbies or sleeping or drinking mocktails you know i keep using that time for other things you know the time that i would give to a friend that doesn't give a blank about me and then my other outlets listening to influencers for fitness tips they don't know anything please read a book (laughs) hire a personal trainer it will do you wonders well like you know follow like an actual you know medical professionals instructions to start your journey do not start your journey on an Instagram or TikTok influencers platform. Yes, I think that is something I've seen so many people do. Like, you know, I see someone post, here's how I did this, or like, here's how I lost this much weight, or like, here's how I made my body look from this to this. And the comments are just like flooded with, oh my God, like, tell me more. Like, it's like obsessive. And it what works for someone else might not work for you. And it's not that person's job to tell you what to do with your health and your body. Go somewhere else for information. They probably don't know anything. They're just doing what works for them, what makes them feel good. So don't listen to them like it's, you know, the Bible or something. There's there's no like, unless it's like a certified professional, none of those influencers are going to serve you any purpose. If anything, it'll cause you emotional and mental stress. So... 2024, we are de-influencing. De-influencing in general. And same with overconsumption. That's another huge thing. I saw this horrendous TikTok. I don't know if you saw it, but it's this lady that has like, I don't know, I've had to guess 25 to 30 different Stanley Cups. And she has them in 30 to 20, like 25 to 30 different colors. And she was replying to a comment saying, please go through all of your colors and name them all from memory. So she was filming all of it and saying, this color, this color, she was naming all the colors. And I'm like, how do you even, first of all, how do you even, why do you even need 30 Stanley Cups? What? I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. Like, no one's telling you you can't have a Stanley Cup. Just don't contribute to like, I don't know, overconsumption. Like, it's just, it's too much. Like, I don't know if you see the TikTok video about like the Valentine's Day edition ones where it was like a certain amount. Like, what is that? Like, not only who are your parents, but like, what what is so boring about your day that you're like, yeah, a two hour wait just to run to get a cup? Yeah, I know, right? Run for anything. We take naps. We take naps here. We don't do that. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> consumption, you're out. We don't want you anymore. Exactly. Bye. What a solid start to 2024. Yes. Really solid ins and outs. Let us know your ins and outs. I'm just curious. I've seen some people's ins and outs and they're so funny to me. So drop your ins and outs in the comments or on our Instagram or DM us. Yes, today's topic, we're going to be talking about the new year. And just like about 
what we did in 2023, what we're proud of. We can talk a little bit about resolutions, about goals. And at the very end, stay tuned because we're going to do a really, really fun thing. I have some cards. We're going to do a fun little card reading for the new year. Don't worry. We're not going to do this every episode or anything. I just thought it'd be a fun way to end the episode. So stay tuned for the end. So for today's um, topic, we're going to be kind of first covering, you know, the biggest goals or lessons that we learned for 2023, uh, what do we get out of it, and what are we carrying into 2024 with that, or what are we leaving behind with that? So we gave you our ins and our outs, but you know, you heard a little bit about our lives at the end of 2023, so we're going to kind of talk about, you know, into this next year, what does life look like for the both of us? I can kick it off because I actually went back, I looked at my 2023 goals because I think like Letty said, I don't do resolutions per se, I do more so like goals and like tasks every year i choose like a word of the year that kind of embodies what is to come for for that year so for 2023 i put that my year was or my word was change and let me tell you a lot changed in 2023 so in 2023 i graduated from college that being like the main thing is like i graduated which is crazy And then I also started working full-time, which is another huge, huge, huge change. To go from a student to an intern to working full-time. Here we are in the new year, and it's just been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. That embodied my year really well. Yes. (laughs) Some other things I'm proud of in 2023. I, again, I got a full-time job, which I'm really excited about. Um, I started in September. It's been about three months, and I'm loving it, learning so much. And then next, I moved to a new city, not super far from where I went to school, but a new city. And I was able to make some new friends, not a lot, but I was able to make a few good friends that I really, really value and cherish. So that is what I'm proud of because I, not that I have a hard time making friends, but I feel like that's just a really nerve wracking and like daunting thing that you don't really think about till you're out of college. Only a few, but... A win is a win. A win is a win. So I'll take it. Like, have you heard the Anita Max win meme? No. Okay, if you know, you know. Anita Max win. (laughs) I know, I know. Drake is like a... Sponsors this thing called Stake. It's a gambling platform. Like he was saying, my alter ego is Anita Max win. Because it sounds like I need a Max win. A win as in like a win on the app so basically someone made him a hat with like this cute like that i need for the stream right here this is my alter ego i need the max win i need the max win the shisha's lit the drinks are flowing (laughs) why is it so funny why does he say it like that (laughs) i love it but yes i need to max win that was me this year and i got it (laughs) so i'm happy with that how about you share some of your things you did in 2023 yeah. No, I have a lot, I think. Well, I think I had a bunch of major things that over time just kind of felt like one big thing um, mm-hmm. that I was working on. So for me, okay, trigger warning, and we talked about like food a little bit, talking about eating disorders, no medical advice given, just talking about what I went through and how I'm carrying that into 2024 and why I'm so proud of it. So for a long time, I would not acknowledge that I had struggles with food and a bad relationship with food, and it stemmed from a bunch of different things. And so this year, I finally acknowledged it, got some help, and I'm so excited because things could not be better right now. And even in 2023, they were getting better. So I'm really excited to see just kind of how 
the dynamic shifts in 2024 because it's been years. It's been a, mm. a long time of struggling. So to finally be able to like just let go and let it be, it's been kind of relieving. I don't feel as tense and pressured. So I've really been able to like cut out some toxicity in my life that was with myself. So that's something I'm really, really proud of. Uh, that's yeah. why that's my Anita win. That's for yeah. sure. That is my win of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, I already talked about it, Dean's list, but like, let's go back to that for a second because I really want to talk about how hard it was to get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I went to a school and Erica knows the story, but for all of you guys, like this is why I preach that you want to be very careful about what you select, what you do, who you're friends with, even all of these things. Like in our earlier episodes, I talked a little bit about it, but I went to a school that really sold itself really, really well. Uh, but we're not good listeners. They didn't have a great amount of resources available and it really impacted me. I am not someone that can easily adjust to that environment. And so my grades were pretty, pretty bad. And it really discouraged me. There was one point I even told my parents, I don't want to be in college anymore. Please let me drop out. Like it was leading me down a really bad path. of like, I did so good in high school, right? Like graduated with honors. How is it that I'm in college now? Like don't want to be here anymore deeds list like and I didn't even like work for it you guys like I literally just (laughs) wanted to enjoy my classes and pass I wanted to see I just wanted to see in one of my classes I wasn't (laughs) wasn't even sure if I was gonna get it or not and so to be able to like take the classes that I was taking this year which you know they're fun but they're still not easy like computer science never done that before Mm -hmm. I just so vindicated (laughs) I feel so good 2024 is gonna be it which I love. So I'm really excited for what 2024 has in store for both of us because we're both killing it. So this is, it just feels like the year for that. And like, that's also my 2024 like resolution. I get, well, goals, kind of like you said, very much Mm -hmm. the goals era is to just accept new energy. And Mm -hmm. that energy this year is peace and wisdom. I had a separate card reading done a while ago. And this year is all about transformation and peace. Finally this is my year you guys like I feel like running around like screaming it in the streets like that is how excited I am like this is what I need <laughs> mm-hmm. and I feel like those two cards like transformation and peace I feel like in my head transformation for me kind of denotes a sense of like, uncomfort and a kind of like just like an unsettling feeling but it's interesting that the word peace is also used in transformation so I think that's such like a beautiful meshing of these two energies I'm really really excited to see how that manifests this year so I'm so excited and I guess I'll share like my word of the year. I'm gonna get a little bit deep because yeah, because this this is what the podcast is for. It's for Real. deeper conversation. Real. It's for being honest. And I feel like that is tying into kind of what my goal is for 2024. My word of the year is weird. It's the word exceed, which sounds interesting, right? Like it sounds kind of like pushing to the limit type of energy, right? But I think I am just so comfortable not being at the limit that I haven't seen the growth that I want. So my goal for the year is to exceed my limit because my limit that I have in my head is not really my limit. 
you know, it's my comfortable limit. I'm wanting to push to the actual limit and find out what that is. And this is applicable in like so many parts of my life, like so many parts. Specifically working out, I've noticed that I don't push myself as hard as I can. And like, I just know that if I did, I would see so much better results. And same with, you know, my side hustles. I feel like I really need to push the limit and really dedicate my time and energy into making those dreams come true because yes, I've been working on them, but I feel like I haven't reached that limit yet. I just need to be pushed a little bit this year. So I think it'll be really interesting to kind of work through these feelings. I'm still kind of working through them and still coming to terms with the way that I am and the way that I want to be. That was like a pretty deep, intense conversation, but I think I really need that kind of push for this year. I love that. That Honestly, it takes a whole other emotionally aware person to realize that there's more for them than what they're at right now. It takes so many of us so long to reach that mentality and for you to be able to reach that right now at a very young age is really impressive. So I was really excited to see just how much you push yourself this year. And honestly, to be able to say it on the podcast too, when you're telling your friends and other people, it's real. Mm -hmm. It is real. Again, that's just pushing myself to be more vulnerable and more like honest And that's kind of what I want this space to be is an honest and open space. And I feel like you've always done such a great job at really bringing in your personal experiences and sharing openly about things. But I feel like I have been a little bit more reserved and more cautious about what I say. So I really want to like push the limit within reason. Really exciting. I love that. I really feel like everything that you're doing and working forward to like pushing that limit is going to really push you over the top of where you think you're at right now in your words for 2024 peace and transformation my question is like how do you see that manifesting in your life or like where would you like that energy to manifest in your life i think when you start to realize internally that you are saying or doing things that are not serving you a good purpose you start to manifest the life that you want that you create Mm -hmm. when you stop speaking about things in ways that you need or want or desperately think that that is for you the things attract and come to you So what I'm learning now is that for in order for me to have this transformative and emotional healing piece and, you know, big change in my life, the biggest thing I have to do is let go Mm -hmm. and let it happen. And that is so scary for me. I am not good at that. I don't. The reason why I do yoga so much, you guys, is because it's the only time I'll let myself actually just sit with my thoughts. The purpose of yoga is to forget your thoughts, but I walk in there with all of them. And for like 30 minutes out of an hour class, everything is going on in my head. Everything. Then you have to like sit there silently and just process them. So I think for me, there's a lot of emotional healing that I've been working on. I am so ready for this transformation and manifesting it in ways of working on healing myself with food and healing myself with knowing that I can push my potential in school and that I can push my potential with jobs that I want when I graduate. I am finally graduating. Like they were going to come for me either way, but mm-hmm. until I actually let go and like took a step out and like looked at my life and was like, this is where you are. Mm-hmm. I was never going to feel that way or see things that way. 
Thank you for sharing. I feel like a yoga teacher when I say that's beautiful, but I mean it. Now that's another thing, you guys. Like 2024, I just want to be able to teach yoga. I want to be able to teach. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I really want is to be able to teach meditation. Meditation is my big thing. I led a meditation one time and I thought to teach my own board, but the feedback that I got is I have the voice for it. So even <laughs> if I wasn't good at it then, I feel like I could easily become good at it. But I really want to like work towards that because not every will be accepting and understanding but for those who like really struggle like you said with yourself and internal battles of like telling yourself that it's okay I am not afraid meditation is such a key to being able to like accept that someone was telling me oh like I'm not making a resolution or they're making resolutions quarterly so they kind of have like, they kind of break it up into different sections. So like there could be one for career and like the first month is like, I'm going to do this. And then the sec- or the second quarter is more like a level up, you know, type thing. So it's like gradually getting to the overall resolution slash goal. So I thought that was an interesting way to do it. I saw a TikTok that was similar <gasps> because I'm doing it with sparkling cider and then the end one I'll have will be champagne. Mm-hmm. But you write down a goal, like you have multiple goals, right? But you write one on a bottle of sparkling cider, yeah. another one of sparkling cider. And then as those come along, you pop up whenever you meet that goal. Oh. And so that's like something you get to physically work towards to celebrate with, but also a way to remind yourself. And the way you just like describe breaking it up, like that is definitely such a good habit to have. Yeah, that's actually really cool. That's a cool idea. I kind of want to do that and have champagne in December. Like We talked about it in like our second episode, Habit Forming. Mm-hmm. That is literally the process of building another habit is to reward yourself. We talk a little bit about our careers and like being a young professional, but also we're talking about more holistic things like meditating and taking care of ourselves. And I think I want to share a little bit about my personal goals. And then if you don't mind sharing yours, I think that'd be a good way to kind of like talk a little bit more about how we can use the new year to really reevaluate and like assess our performance. I would say I'm a pretty organized person, I like to think. Um, I used to not be like that. Like I would say my goal career-wise, my overarching goal is to just become more organized and keep track of my goals and accomplishments better. Because I think it's really important to keep track of what you do because again, you know, your performance affects your promotion or your bonus. So I think it's really important to keep an active log of what you're working on, how much time are you spending on it, and how can you help people around you and stuff like that. So I've been trying to use this thing. I got like, I found this tracker on TikTok. Apparently I'm learning a lot from TikTok, but um, there was a girl that was saying that she does these weekly meetings with her manager and she makes this like chart of all of her projects and kind of walks through like what she's doing who she's working on it with what she needs help with from the manager etc so she writes all this stuff out and I actually did that in my one-on-one last week with my manager or this week with my manager so I would say if you don't already have some type of list or some type of calendar that your manager can see I would say this like document format would be really really awesome it just has like a list of your accomplishments for the week a project tracker and then a list of action items. And then at the very bottom, you can kind of put like when you're going to be out of office or like when you have an appointment or something like that, just so that there's like hard paper copy of what's going on. Yeah, no, that brings such value to a company. I really liked those, especially just being so transparent with a manager. Like I never really thought about it that way, but like, yeah, respect is two ways. And Mm -hmm. to be able to just 
trust that they'll trust you and be able to just be that transparent to the point where it's like, I already told you, and this is what I'm working on. It's, it literally sounds so relieving. Like, mm-hmm. thank gosh, that you don't have to deal with no nonsense. So I'm excited. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah, there's like no opportunity for miscommunication. Mine are kind of like personality in the workplace things. Um, so for me, since I'm graduating, I'm, you know, applying to jobs I have one that I'm very very focused on but I don't ever want to like put all my eggs in one basket so mm-hmm. and the biggest thing for me is learning and reflecting on the fact that I have a variety of skills in different areas the mm-hmm. problem is not overselling skills that I don't actually excel in mm-hmm. because I have a lot to bring to the table there are certain things that I am much better at so I know a little bit about professional sales I know the basic foundations whereas administrative work been doing that since high school I know how to do that in and out really having to understand that I can't just expect something that I've tried once before to get me in the door for somewhere else really just focusing on what my value is what I actually Mm -hmm. bring to the table and confidently excel at because my biggest fear is getting put in a job that I don't know what I'm doing and that is not something that I want to risk so for me it's about total transparency on my end because I would rather just be super upfront at the start and if I don't get that job it's because it's not a good fit Whereas mm-hmm. overselling myself in an area that I'm not really great at could end up worse for me. So mm-hmm. that's my first one. My second one is more of a leadership thing, a personality thing. I have to be a lot better about setting firm boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that work with me, they could say that, you know, I really stick to what I know. I get the job done. I get people focused in. That is my biggest thing is I will get everyone on board. I make my point come across. I run things in a very, you know, this is how it is kind of manner. The problem is, is that in some of these instances, if someone is not meeting the standard, if they have met half of my expectations, I'm going to keep giving them chance after chance after chance after chance. It is exhausting. It is so tiring to have to pick up another person's work when in reality, if I have to micromanage someone, they should never have been put in that job in the first place. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really understanding the way that I need to set firm boundaries because because when I have it, the biggest thing is I've learned it's affecting other people. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not good at saying no or, you know, telling people this is not how it should be or that is not what I asked of you. Mm-hmm. It is affecting the rest of the people that I work with. And I'm in the position where I have to make the call. That's a goal for me because I'm worried that if I can't change that quality, then what am I going to do at the workplace when it actually comes to real money, real mm-hmm. services, real commitments? So we're going to get that out. Knowing us, we'll get it done and we're going to uh-huh. do great as always. Yes, we're, we'll report back and keep everyone updated on what's going on. So... Yeah, that is all such good information. Let's go on to the card reading. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about our 2023. And, you know, for those who have been listening, you've already heard it. But as for 2024, let's talk about how are we going to really make this change? How are we going to commit to the goals or the ins and outs? So Erica is going to take us through a card reading. And it's going to be for both of us. And kind of reflect back onto what we were talking about earlier in the episode. And you'll kind of start to see why in our card reading, we see it as a guide. I don't know what's coming. She doesn't know what's coming. So I'm just going to explain really quickly uh, because some people might not even like know what card readings are or like what's about to happen. 
tarot cards is basically a practice of gaining kind of like insight into the past present or future and a card reading essentially is a very personal thing it's very related to situations you're going through things you may be experiencing things that you're trying to manifest in your life full disclosure i don't take a card reading as literal and i think a majority of people that have card readings done don't either the purpose of the card reading is to really just give you guidance and at least some kind of insight into a problem you just don't feel like can be solved. Um, that is really what it is. It's a spiritual healing. It's a spiritual connection. So, you know, believe what you will and what you won't. Uh, but a lot of my card readings, I kind of just pay attention to the main overarching theme. And I'm so excited that we're going to share that today. And I hope you guys kind of follow along on that journey with us because it's a very special thing. Okay, so I'm going to pull one out this one i would just shuffled but this one was like sticking out this one specifically yeah. so i'm reading for you first and i'm just gonna do two because it could it'll take me forever to like do the full spread so and i don't want to do that so okay this one is the zebra let go of your fear and know that you are safe and protected at all times That's the zebra card and then the, from the other deck we have yes and it literally just says just say yes <laughs> and if you want i can go in the booklet and read a little bit more about it i feel like that might be kind of nice yeah, no, i actually so the funny thing is, is i actually had a zebra in my other card reading what okay so, there it is. so exciting um i think it's just kind of ironic because it's you know that rarely ever happens that anyone will get the same card so for those who don't know about that card reading world it's crazy okay Whenever you venture into unfamiliar territory, it's quite natural to feel some trepidation. Your mind can create all sorts of scenarios as to what can go wrong. Doubts and uncertainties may arise, well, and the path can seem fraught with challenges and sometimes even danger. You may find yourself stuck at times, fearful about moving ahead. Yet much of what we label as fear isn't actually fear. True fear is a vital, instinctual response to any life-threatening situation and is triggered not only by circumstances or events, but even more so by what you think about those circumstances or events. Stay relaxed and vigilant, trusting that nothing can truly harm you and that your body will provide sensory information if there is any real danger. If there truly is any threat, then your instincts will tell you what to do. Whenever you feel an exaggerated sense of fear triggered by mainly by your thoughts, one that has little or no basis in reality, take a few slow, deep breaths. Call upon spirit helpers who have provided their guidance and protection before. Reach out to close friends or family members for reassurance and to help you feel grounded and centered. You can also relabel fear and instead call it excitement, as the two emotions are very similar in the way they manifest in the body. Most of all, trust your spirit guides, your instincts, and your friends to watch out for you. Oh, that's so good! So accurate. I love it. No, yeah, this one is a good card. I'll read this yes card. I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory, but... Ugh, it is. I just feel like I need to hear it, you guys. Tea. I kid you not. On this book, it just says yes over and over again. I'm not <gasps> oh, kidding. My God, she's not lying. Okay, let's get. <laughs> let's hear your card reading. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's see. This will be kind of interesting. Let me shuffle, shuffle. Okay. The first one is Snow Leopard. Take some time out of your usual life and spend it in solitude. Spider. <laughs> Trust the creative spark you're feeling and express it through writing stories that inspire and enlighten. That one's interesting. That one's interesting. And then I'll just pull one of these cards from the other deck. Like whenever a card like jumps out, you kind of need to take it. 
exactly because <laughs> it like the stacks you guys the cards are so thick that it's really really hard to have that happen deep replenishment retreat rest and be held yeah you need that yep <laughs> let me read the description the spider one is really interesting so i'll read it first the pulse of creativity is especially strong right now, triggering a not unfamiliar and compelling desire to express yourself through creative writing. Whether or not the tales you weave are true, whether they are based on actual experience or the imaginations of your fertile mind, each day sit yourself down and pour out the words that come to you. Don't ponder each sentence or paragraph, just write whatever wants to be written through you. In attempting to write, you may find yourself easily distracted, either with others' needs for your time or inattention, or those negative thoughts and beliefs that are the product of judgments and shame that you are subjected to during childhood. <laughs> okay. No wonder the card flew out. A powerful way to release these ha habitual and self-limiting thoughts and feelings is to write about them in story form. As you do so, don't hold back on anything. Through such a catharsis, you heal those words that had originally wounded you. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Okay. You've got emotional healing coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the snow leopard. And I feel like it's saying like emotional healing can only be done with isolation and deeper punishment, which mm -hmm. is literally like my goal for January is to be alone. That's literally my goal was to like just be yeah. alone this month. Okay, Snow Leopard. It can be difficult these days to spend time in solitude, to unplug, get off the electronic grid and find a quiet place in or near nature. Yet it's important to do so at this time. Turn off the phone, computer and television, if only for a few hours. Although you may feel a little anxious and restless when you first do so, these feelings will pass. Use the time for contemplation and meditation. It's not isolation, it's solitude. Solitude is a conscious and loving choice to be alone for a period of time, while isolation is a habitual and reflexive coping pattern to avoid discomfort and intimacy. I think hey. you I think you like that. You might need to reflect a little bit. Like I think so too. What the heck? The okay. way you said you also wanted to write things down to speak to your manager, I think that's just your language. Stop. Really, language. It may not be a card being specific to like your emotions and your feelings, but that might be your learning process. I think so too. Just like writing, which is funny because I I wouldn't say that I love writing to be honest. Deep replenishment is the last one, but that's pretty self-explanatory. But I'll read it. The most selfless thing you can do is fill up your own inner well. When we are running around half-filled, we subconsciously look to things and people around us to give us the nourishment and nurturing that we so deeply crave. Nothing can grow in barren lands. You are no good to anyone if you're running on empty. What nourishes you? Apparently writing, apparently. <laughs> okay, what nourishes you is your medicine. When you give yourself the medicine that you need to be nourished, you nourish all those around you, for there is more than enough to go around. I that was like pretty spot on, jeez. Ugh, we love a good card to you guys. After everything we've said, it seems a little accurate. I think tarot is a is an outlet to kind of process your your inner feelings and emotions and you take what you will. Everyone loves a guide. And even if you don't think it applies to you in the moment, you might reflect back and be like, oh, so no wonder I have that side. I'm going to end our little session today, guys, with a quick meditation. So this will be like two to three minutes, super quick. It's just a reset. And this could be during the day, could be during the evening. But I'm just going to guide us through a really short meditation to really get in tune with yourself. So first things first, if you are not already, find a comfortable position. It could be laying down. It could be sitting, crisscross applesauce, sitting on your heels. It could be standing. It could be, again, lying on the couch upside down. It's, it's whatever you make of it. 
find somewhere that you could close your eyes and feel safe. Once you find your safe space, go ahead, put your hands on your knees if you're sitting or if you're laying down, go ahead and put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. And you're just going to start with a couple of breaths. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now breathe in through your nose. Breathe an audible sigh out. Breathe in through your nose. And another great big sigh out. Now if you're laying down, go ahead and take your arms and rest them by your side. If you are sitting down, go ahead and bring your hands to heart center in front of you. Now, we're just going to start with a small intention. Set an intention for this meditation. It could be focus. It could be love. It could be peace. It could be guidance. Just find one word as your intention for this meditation. And what we're going to do is we're going to sit in silence for about a minute. You're going to sit, and as a thought comes in, you're just going to let it come in and go right out. Don't stop to think about it. Don't let it distract you. Just breathe. And if you find your mind starting to wonder, that's okay. Don't judge it. Don't feel guilty. Just sit with it. If you're starting to move, that's okay too. Do what makes you feel most comfortable. Now we're going to do a pranayama practice to close out. So you're going to breathe in for four. One. Two, three, four. Breathe out for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in for four. One, two, three, four. Breathe out for eight. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. If you're laying down, you're going to take your hands and you're going to stretch above your head. Stretch all the way out with your legs. If you are seated, whether your hands are on your lap now or still in a prayer, you're going to go ahead and bring your hands to your third eye in a prayer, above your forehead and between your eyebrows. Thank yourself for taking a couple of these minutes just to sit in silence. Thank yourself for trusting yourself to close your eyes, to breathe. It is an honor to have meditated with all of you and know that this practice is available to you whenever and wherever. Namaste. Thank you so much, Letty, for doing that guided meditation with us. That was 
much needed. Thank you so, so much. And I hope to all of our listeners that that helped ease your anxiety, helped you just take a moment to relax and be grateful for this moment and to thank yourself for all that you're able to do. Make sure to follow us on all of our personal and podcast social media channels. We'll leave them down in the link below. And I hope that you'll join us next week. Thank you and bye.